There's the real thing. A walk in the tightrope. I'm sad and I'm lonely. Oh, I'm taking the high road, baby. And then there are imitations. I'm walking the tightrope. Oh, I'm sad and I'm lonely. Oh, but I'm taking the high road, baby. <laughs> yes. Loser. At the Beyond FM STL Showcase, we only bring you the originals, starring the 45. Modern angst. Inner outlines. Saturday, April 8th at the Blueberry Hill Duck Room. It's the Beyond FM STL Showcase with the 45 Modern Angst and Inner Outlines. This is an all-ages show and tickets are just $10. It's the Beyond FM STL Showcase. Saturday, April 8th at the Duck Room. Brought to you by Beyond FM. Baby! (laughs) Yes! Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into another brand new episode. Today's feature singer-songwriter Riley Holtz of Riley Holtz and the Lost Cause, along with uh, special guest Nathan Sickmeyer. Uh, you, uh, you may have seen Riley playing around town at your local bar, but uh, it was fun to get and sit down and Get to know a little bit more about him and his story and uh, how him and Nathan met. And some of uh, we play some live acoustic songs and talk about their album they're working on and a big party they have coming up on uh, March 25th at the Duck Room in Blueberry Hill with John Henry. Uh, You're going to hear all about it on today's episode. And uh, but grab those tickets and join them at. The Duck Room. I do want to remind you, uh, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri, serving up all your craft beer needs. Over 25 rotating taps out there uh, and all kinds of delicious beverages. So uh, you can come out and grab some dinner too. They have a wonderful food menu, including burgers and uh, flatbread pizzas and nachos and uh, salads and all kinds of tasty eats. And, um, you can hear some great live music out there on Thursdays. They've been doing this Singo bingo night. And on, uh, Thursday, March 16th is modern rock night. And on Friday, March 17th is Josh Littig and Saturday, March 18th, Steve Kyle. You can find their full concert calendar, beer menu, and food menu at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Be sure to follow along with them on Facebook and Instagram for more info. And uh, if you are in the Hannibal, Missouri area or Flint Hill, Missouri, great news. Uh, Friendship Brewing Company is coming to you, opening two brand new locations this year. And uh, they're coming along real quick. I think... uh, we're getting real close to 
opening day for all those. So you can find it all uh, along with uh, all the other info on the website, friendshipbrewingcompany.com. Uh, and if you have uh, been following along, I got a big party coming up. I would love to have you a part of on May 14th, Sunday, uh, Mother's Day. <clears throat> we'll be over at the Old Rock House in St. Louis, Missouri to celebrate Debstock. And uh, this is the benefit I put on in my, my mother's memory uh, to raise awareness and funding for brain cancer patients. Um, <clears throat> I lost my mother in 2019 to glioblastoma brain cancer. And I'm just trying to give back and uh, turn a negative into a positive and do some good for, for some others in need. This year I brought along my friends in Russo and Company. Anthony is, uh, became a great friend and I'm super excited to see them take the stage along with Emily Wallace, uh, one of the best singer-songwriters around, beautiful voice, uh, Ryan Chaney of Fivefold fame and uh, his own solo music and um, comedy from Meredith Hopping. And uh, it's going to be a great night. I can't wait to see you all there. Uh, hit me up for tickets or etix.com. We'll have those also. Asking $15 for tickets, $20 day of show. And uh, if you uh, want to reach out too, I've got some t-shirts I'm doing a pre-order on. So get your uh, official Debstock t-shirt. Uh, beautiful design from Andrew Binder over at Icon and Inc. Um, so thank you to them and thank you uh, to Old Rock House and everybody involved. I really can't wait to party with you all Mother's Day at Debstock at Old Rock House. Uh, if you need anything from me, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And with that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode with Riley Holtz and Nathan Sickmeyer of Riley Holtz and the Lost Cause. Um, the podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. What's up, guys? Riley Holtz here. Nathan Sigmeyer. Of The Lost Cause. We're here with Shane on Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. This is beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beats is the Shane covers nonstop, never know what. New kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, or hip-hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Double-decker fudge round, rolling round town Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero He's your hero, he's your bestie Rock, paper, podcast with Shane Presley Rock, paper, podcast Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. Hanging out today with Riley Holtz and Nathan Sickmeyer 
uh, Riley Holtz and the Lost Cause, right? Yes, sir. That's the band name. How you doing? Hey, uh, thanks for being here, guys. Nathan is one of the Lost Causes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hence the name. Yes. All right. uh, yeah, man, this is cool. I'm, uh, I'm very excited to be here hanging with you. Um, I'd, uh, I don't know. So I was kind of thinking about it because I feel like I'm known of you for a while. We've hung out uh, a little while back and stuff. But uh, as far as like this, you know, like getting really like, you know, get to know each other. This is the first time for this. So, um, which is fun. This is all, I mean, I get to meet all kinds of people doing this show. So it's like still good time to get to sit down and get to learn more about people and their music and everything else. So. Yeah, man. No, I really appreciate, appreciate you having us on here for real. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So. yeah. I appreciate what you do just for the, the business and no kidding. So. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I think, I, th- I think it was maybe like, um, maybe around open highway when I first, uh, started getting to know about you and, uh, something around that time, like maybe right before that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then we had like a, a fun night over at, uh, Carl studio getting to listen to some songs and things. So yeah, played some songs, listened to some tunes. That was fun. Um, so that's like where uh, one of the, I think that was the night we officially met, mm-hmm. met uh, introduced myself and so anyway, is so it's been this kind of feel like I feel like this has been like kind of a long time coming. Now. Yeah, like it's been yeah been something in the works we, for a yeah, little exactly. while. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, but uh, we're here, and uh, but I'd rather uh, you know that's kind of what's fun about this is I get the story directly from the source, and like uh, you know I sit down and talk about some of these songs and stories, and uh, but uh, I guess um, tell me a little bit about. Uh, Riley's story growing up and st- I mean is it you always from St. Louis is a St. Louis home I yes I St. Louis is home I but I say I was I kind of lived all over Missouri yeah. well St. Louis and then I lived in uh, southwest Missouri for a considerable portion of my uh throughout high school and, and after that so but I live I've been back in St. Louis for uh I guess eight years now nine years yeah 2023 yeah so yeah uh, so I, yeah, but St. Louis is where I grew up till I was about 13. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, I noticed, uh, all the chief stuff. I figured, uh, <laughs> I figured it had to be, a some sort of Missouri. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so I grew up in St. Louis, but, um, I was always, I've always been a chiefs fan. I tell the story my, when I was in uh, kindergarten, my first fist fight, I was, uh, I had my Joe Montana Jersey on and, uh, you know, chiefs suck, whatever it was. And I turn around and Pop the kid one, and then he proceeded to whoop my ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, handed it to me. So, um, but yeah, I've been a Chiefs fan forever, and yeah. so it's like I saw a lot of a uh, two and three win seasons, and now yeah. they're winning Super Bowls. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. How about them Chiefs? I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, that was an exciting night, man. That yeah. was uh, that was fun to. Uh, um, I was supposed to go to a party, and I just didn't really feel up to it for the di- that day. So I just kind of watched the game by myself and uh on the couch but it was it was still a good time and yeah still yeah. enjoyed the game and i had people here and 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 got i had to apologize for how stressed <laughs> i was sorry sorry that wasn't fun for you guys yeah, but yeah i, I texted him several times like what are your nerves doing right, right. now yeah but uh that's yeah. always a gamble uh especially when you're a, a super fan you know that team that's playing because like uh you know, it could end poorly, and uh, you're, you know, it's like, and it has in the yeah. in, in the history of being a Chiefs fan my whole life. It is, right. <laughs> uh, it's ended poorly up until a few uh, years ago. So I got a buddy who's a you know a giant Eagles fan, and I didn't, I haven't reached out yet, but um, see how he took it. But 
he knows, you know, like if there's certain games on and stuff, like he just, I'm going to watch it by myself because he's like, I don't even want to, you know, deal with people yeah. if, you know, kind of yeah. thing. So, um, but, uh, I was, uh, speaking, know, speaking of all this too, I was just, uh, listening to a lot of Howard Stern show and, and, uh, uh, Richard Christie, uh, from his staff as a, from Kansas city and a huge chiefs fan. And, uh, his wife, I guess is from maybe the Philly area and you know, Eagles fan. So he's like, and he's, you know, he's talking about watching the game. They were excited about it because both their teams like are in the, in the game. And then like, but he said he couldn't even enjoy it. Cause she's like upset that yeah. in the second, <laughs> yeah. in the second half. So he's like, he felt bad for his wife. And then, you know, it's like, yeah. kind of, so he's like, Talking about like uh, down in the basement, like cheering, like real quiet, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, bet, like, I bet. Uh, so I thought that was a funny, uh, but uh, but yeah, man. So uh, I guess um, where does where do you find uh, music kind of enters the picture for you? Where does uh, do we, were you always uh, playing as a kid? Or yeah, I'd, I've been singing. I as my siblings will tell you, I haven't shut up since I was a kid. <laughs> right. um, yeah, I've been singing my whole life and, uh, did, you know, choir and, and all that stuff and vocal lessons. And, you know, I was, I just always singing and then, but I never picked up any instruments till I got out of school and I didn't have any more opportunities to sing. So I was like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta learn an instrument to go play. And so I was about 19, I started playing guitar and then, um, and then, yeah, I mean, really been, been playing ever since, you know. Is that something you kind of found on your own or did you have family that played too or? No, I just, uh, I, my parents bought me a guitar when I was 14 and I remember my mom being like, Riley, this could change your life. And then I let it sit (laughs) for about five (laughs) years and didn't even touch it. And, um, I was working, I was living in a little town, uh, real small town in Southwest Missouri. And I was working, driving forklifts at a feed mill, second shift. And I had came home and I started playing on it, broke the E string. And so then it was just a five string guitar and I didn't have internet at the house or anything. I mean, we were, you know, and, uh, it was just like strumming along, like learning stuff. I knew G D C and E minor. My friend showed me that. And so I just like put on a capo, you know, listen to some stuff, but it helped me. Like I learned pretty quickly doing that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, alone in a room for eight hours a night also helps. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, or did, uh, writing come from that too? Or is that, uh, well, it's funny. A couple, we've recorded a couple songs that I wrote, like the first song I ever wrote down in that time. Yeah. We, uh, we actually recorded that and I still play that, which is funny, but I wrote it and then couldn't figure out how to write anything else. Like that one came naturally, but then I didn't know enough to know where to go. It's like, I know these four chords, but I don't know why they're there, you know? So then I just, uh. And then I had a great, either a blessing or a curse. I, don't, I, I guess you could look at, but when I was 21, I, I had somebody hand me a couple hundred dollars for playing cover music for two hours. And I was like, oh, well, this is way better than what I was doing, you know? So I started doing that. All right. And, um, what was, uh, do you know, on the first one, you, the first song you remember playing that you uh, played all the way through and stuff? Yeah, like? it was, I sang it at my sister's wedding. And it was a, oh man, it's a, a Big and Rich, not Big and Rich, John Rich wrote a, do you know, remember him? Do you remember <laughs> yeah, Big and Rich? Sure. What is, I don't remember the name of this song though. I remember uh, he wrote it as like a love song. I don't know. Did you oh. sing Save a Horse at your yeah. sister's no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. 
uh, well, I'm walking to the... Anyway, <laughs> yeah, but now I don't remember it. Um, yeah, uh, they got a couple of pretty good ones uh, from that big and rich era. Um, but like, it was the same chords and everything. It was the one I do remember. The second one was I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. Yeah. I learned that one and would somehow find a guitar at parties and like, right. hey, girls, want to hear me sing? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> uh yeah man this uh i just think it's fun like to hear how like how everybody gets going and stuff and how uh you know they're all like kind of uh typically the similar sense for a lot of guys it's the you know to attract the the ladies and stuff you know grabbing grabbing guitar at the party people people in high school making fun of me you know or just people in choir in general uh, you know, not playing sports and all that. It's like, yeah, man, I'm I'm in this class with thirty girls. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, enjoy that locker room. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you. Um, but yeah, and yeah. but um, I started doing that, and then I I did go to college for a year at Missouri State and joined a acapella group, and um, sang down there and met through that a uh, couple of the guys that um I sang with. They were several years older than me, they started working on cruise ships in a acapella quartet, like singing doo-wop music and stuff. And after a few years um, and a couple auditions that I didn't get, um, uh, they called me and they <clears throat> had a spot open. So I went and did that, sang in an acapella group or acapella quartet for, uh, I guess, about a year. And then they canceled that. The, cru- the cruise line canceled that. They were like, eh, we're going to pay two guys instead of four, <laughs> right. actually. And so me and one of the guys, he was a fantastic piano player. Um, he and I formed like an acoustic duo. And I played guitar. He played piano. And that's really when I started learning guitar because he was a um, music education major. You know, he'd been playing piano his whole life. So I started learning more about theory and, you know, why why the chords went where they went and things like that. And that really, really helped me play guitar. You know, sometimes I wouldn't even, I don't know what this chord is, but here's these four notes. He'd plug them out on piano and I'd figure them out on the guitar. I was like, all right, here we go. And now it's like, oh, that's a diminished chord (laughs) 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 or whatever. So, um, and then playing every night, you know, we played, we had two days off a month, so we played every night and that there's no better way to get your chops up than playing every night. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I made a couple bucks doing it. Yeah, yeah. At the time, more money than more money than I'd ever made. Looking back now, it's like, man, we didn't make anything. <laughs> but it was, it was crazy experience. Traveled all over the place, and yeah, it was um, yeah. a lot of fun. So, well, where's uh, uh, when do you two meet? Then when is when does uh when your paths cross? So we, uh, I came back. I I thought to myself. There's no way you can be a musician for a living. You need to go back to finish school. So I got I got off the boats and came back and and uh, finished school and got my degree. But I and then I was working working an office job and hating it and playing gigs at the same time. And Nathan and I met. We were playing a an event over in Belleville, some art fair, and they had music all day. And I was playing playing in the morning and um i'm just standing there and some guy pops up next to me and it was i remember i was play i played a Beatles song he's like man that was really good and i was like thanks dude like this guy's just standing here who is it i thought maybe he's a sound <laughs> yeah, he guy had no idea who i yeah, was it was um, pretty funny and then uh and then yeah after i after I got off stage found out he was um 
he was playing after me and then i realized they were talking oh yeah he plays fiddle and he plays guitar and i had realized found out later i had seen him play once before here at uh some local fair or whatever he was playing in his cover band and i remember leaning over to my girlfriend because there's this dude uh going back and forth in between violin and guitar and i was like cassidy this dude right here is killing it. Like this guy is shredding. Like who is this dude? You know. And then ended up meeting him. It's pretty hilarious though, because at first he was just kind of like, "I don't really know who you are. Thanks All for right. the compliment, yeah. but yeah. I, you know, like we should play some tunes together, yeah. dude." Yeah, he's, like, he's like, "Okay, man, yeah." We but should. then when I put that together, I was like, "Yes, absolutely. When can we play together?" And All so, right. been yeah, jamming ever since. It's yeah, like three, four years now. Maybe even longer. Maybe five. Yeah, yeah it could be five. So. <laughs> time flies yep right. put, the pandemic kind of like yeah that, you never, oh, that yeah. one doesn't yeah. count all right it's a year and a half gone so yeah i mean i i do i'm real bad about like telling stories like they were the other day and then i find out like oh that was 20 years ago like you know it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like yeah i saw him last week yeah, oh, right. that was 2012 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but with within the pandemic is when i started writing um friend of mine uh came to me he had a a song he wanted to write for his, he was getting married and wanted to write for his wife. And, um, we put it together and, um, it very easily, I, you know, or I guess more quickly than easily. Um, but I was like, Oh, well I should try doing that, you yeah. know? And so I, and I had, cause I only had a couple tunes and then, so I started writing and, um, I got lucky because, uh, one of the songs, um, I wrote, sitting right where Nathan is moving on, which is one of uh, my favorite tracks on the album just came, just happened. You know, it was just one of those songs. I just like started singing and a song came out and it hasn't happened again since. <laughs> I, would, I would love for that to happen again, but it like really like it, you know, lit a fire under my ass. And, yeah, man. Um, you know, so I just been, been doing it. And um, well, let's talk about it. Cause this, uh, we did this uh, moving on. Uh, we, did a live version uh, with you two um, on guitars, and uh, this as uh, a song that uh, hopefully people will be hearing a recorded version uh, of soon. And uh, but uh, this is a was a fun take on it for sure, man. Hearing hearing you two live today, and um, but uh, I love the song, man. It really like you, you sent me you let me preview what uh, you guys have been working on, and um, just a. Something special, man, for sure. So it's kind of cool to hear that it all, like how it came to you like that. So uh, Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I wrote everything except the bridge. I didn't have any lyrics for a bridge. And then I had, there was one line from a song that I love. I try, I put it in like three different songs I like that I tried to write because I just love this line. And I'd written it 10, 12 years ago. And uh, I was like, oh there it is. It just like, it finally found its home as yeah. in the song. And so that's, that's kind of cool too, how it worked out that way. Yeah. As I walk through the valley, something about the shadow and death. I remember my sweet Marie. Still takes away my breath Walking around such a long time Boots nearly wearing a hole 
led me on a submarine where the hell and bosom bones and go I'm moving on on a Sunday used to be illegal before noon I'm sorry Lord I've got to get away don't expect me back anytime soon I'm moving on on a Sunday only beer and wine before two the tax man's come and I'm all alone and I don't know what else to do Once you were full of darkness Something about the Lord giving light Line after line Some guys I don't know Telling me how everything's gonna be alright Baby, I return on a Saturday Be by and by some whiskey and rye, rock and roll get your same one mortal soul. I'm moving on on a Sunday. Used to be legal before noon. I'm going east. Off to a city All I can afford in the room I'm moving on On a Sunday Pouring beer and wine Before two It's too damn cold Snow in the day While the zillions should be in gloom Hundred miles from home, thousand more from my regret. Memories of you, what we were gonna do? Blow away with the smoke from my cigarette. I'm moving on on a Sunday. If I knew It's too damn cold Snow in an April While the Cynthia's Should be in bloom I'm moving on On a Sunday Make a law Make the back row Baptist swoon Record spin Playing Sunday Monday Mr. Riley, I hope I don't see you soon Do you, is there any, I mean, besides writing it here on the couch, is there anything that comes to mind when you think of the uh, 
lyrically or uh, or recording wise or anything like that like that uh any stories coming around the song oh yeah that's uh yeah that's got a lot of uh symbolism inside yeah. of it um right. i guess uh yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, it's really just a story about me. I don't know, it's just like, I uh, I just started, like, again, I just started singing one day, and I was I was really sad that morning. I had gotten a phone call, and uh, just, that's how I, sometimes when I get sad, I just pick up a guitar and start singing, and it, it, it just happened. It was just kind of the story about that day. It was, it was April, it was snowing outside, it was dreary, you know, it was gross, and uh, and so, yeah, I just started singing about me, and that's it yeah. came out yeah it's one of a, a few that i just kind of came in and played on like right. wasn't really involved in the writing process yeah yeah and that one i just just brought in a few I, yeah i i loved it right away <clears throat> right yeah this uh i mean like i said I, I got to listen to the uh the recorded version we have coming soon and uh and hearing uh that first uh was a lot of fun and then but like i don't know i I love live acoustic stuff and i love like you know like kind of those uh alternate takes or b-sides or you know different versions of songs and stuff too so it was really a nice treat to like see you guys doing it just stripped down acoustic today you know yeah hearing this version of it also um but yeah there's something like really cool uh this kind of a, a the way um especially when Nathan kicks in with the acoustic when those like ring together and stuff like just like that's that strum where they uh like the just something really powerful about that like that moment in the song and stuff like it just like feels good like yeah, the whole the whole song I mean like especially in the recorded version like adding um some the background vocals and the organ sounds and everything. drums kick in yeah, yeah yeah it's just like i mean it's just a warm and cozy feeling yeah. kind of thing which real quick along with nathan uh shout out we got uh cam branson on drums um kevin k newman on bass and uh chris sanders on organ which is funny i met I met Chris while he was recording that song. They were just like, oh, yeah, we got an organ player at the yeah. studio. And so I like walked in. He was like tucked in the corner. I didn't even know what he looked like. He just <laughs> in there playing the organ. I was like, oh, my God, this is exactly so what I beautiful. heard. Yeah. And um, and then since then, he's uh, he's done all the keys on um, on uh, on everything. And so and then, of course, Nathan Sickmeyer on on the guitar. <laughs> That's right, and our engineer who plays guitars. Oh, and Patrick Ramsey. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah he's on he's on some later tracks for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah. The, the, uh, the I think people are gonna really dig the. Uh, like I said, the studio track. It's I mean, it's kind of like. Uh, who, was that always like the you know obviously um, you were talking about writing it by yourself but like was that kind of always the direction to like kind of. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how take, take like it to church. when it, yeah, that's how I yeah. heard it the entire right. time. Yeah. That's why it was it was so great when like the, it just opened up and it was like, oh man, this is this is it, you know? Right. Yeah, and I th- so I think I even sat down at your organ a little bit whenever you were playing it for me the first time. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I definitely hear some organ on this. Yep, like, yep, that's it. Yeah. Yep, and then uh, Chris brought in uh, um, I forgive me, I do not remember her last name, but her name's Dorian, the the background vocalist on that track, and she was just phenomenal, super f- professional. Just came in, knocked everything out, was perfect, and then oh yeah, it was great, and it really adds a ton to that song. So, 
Well, you might be, uh, you'll be able to hear a f- full band version of the song, right? Uh, coming up uh, live at uh, Blueberry Hill. Blueberry Hill. We got a party. Duck Room. And we're throwing a party on March 25th. Yes, sir. Uh, and this will be uh, Riley Holtz and the Lost Cause and uh, my buddy, John Henry. Yeah. So that'll be a fun night of music for sure. John's a. Uh, um, He's always a, a party. He's got you know all kinds of great songs, and so that'll be a, a fun night for sure. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait. It's going to be, um, yeah, three twenty-five doors. Doors at seven. I go on at eight. John goes on at nine fifteen, and uh, maybe we'll jam together. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Um, but uh, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a party. We got a ton of new songs. I uh, once I started writing, I've had trouble stopping um which is a good thing you know because right. uh because the songs are only getting better but uh the plan was for this to be the album release but nathan brought in a couple songs i accidentally wrote some songs and then it's like oh we need to record these yeah. you know yeah, so they kind of um, like fit the vibe of the album but we'll be playing those um uh at at the duck room so that's gonna be it's gonna be fun yeah yeah, man, I'm excited about that for sure. Because, like I said, uh, you know, getting to see uh, see some of these songs. Because, like, um, I really, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it, moving on is that's one I was like on repeat on the way down for sure. Like, so it'll be nice to see uh, a proper uh, full band display of the of that yeah. team or so. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's the guy. The guy. I'm very very lucky that the guys in my band are all. Well, better than me, you know. That's always being the worst dude in the band is always a good thing, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, we're we're gonna bring it. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, well, let's uh, let's talk about a song. Uh, we'll give them a little leak of what you do have recorded, and uh, we want to play a song called "Home." Yeah, and uh, this one uh, maybe you possibly heard it. Uh, we did put it out there. Yeah, it was on leaked it early. Yep, it was out on Bandcamp, um, and it, that's uh, that'll be the uh, be one of the singles from the album. So yeah. yeah. Another day of skipping class, my notebooks in my hand. Front was covered in obscene words and stickers of my favorite band. Dreaming of being anywhere, walking down the boulevard An inconvenience at 16 can make life just seem too hard Once I'm gone, I'll never go back home No, I'll never go Before I knew it, life would come and ship me out to sea Wet on the starboard side Wondering how my life could be Now a thousand miles from all directions From any country shore And if we head to west and hit land It'd be a thousand more I'd give anything Anything
touchdown about an hour ago That old suitcase in my hand Brass around the handle rubbed against my wedding band She grabbed my other hand with hers And we watched them break a door Had to go around the world to figure out where I belong But I found my way Uh, this one was this one was cool because Nathan and I were just in a room together and we just like started jamming and we had uh, we had the music for this for a while uh, before uh, before I wrote the lyrics but it was just something cool that Nathan and I started jamming on and um, yeah I was like it just kind of gives me this vibe of like driving or on the way somewhere on the way home kind of thing and then that chorus kind of came out of that conversation and uh and i wrote i wrote probably three songs worth of lyrics for this because i was just nothing was working and then finally it was one of those i just like went back in and just wrote a song about me you know um and so it so uh yeah my the original concept was kind of morbid yeah (laughs) Uh, it was well like I've been like, well, let's think about different ways or yeah. different scenarios of getting home. So like a dog lost getting home, or like a trucker trying to get home, or somebody dying, somebody in the hospital dying, yeah. and eventually they go home, like to mm-hmm. heaven or whatever. Sure. And like I had this whole vision of that, and I was stuck on that forever. And he's like, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of dark. But right? yeah, so I wrote. I wrote a tune about kind of being kind of inspirations from when I was uh, working on ships and home. Yeah, man. On my way back home. Uh, I like, um, like uh, also in like the lyrics, the one of the early lines you say, uh, it's about your notebook with your band stickers yeah. on it and stuff. Yeah. And like, um, and stuff like that. Like, I don't know, it kind of helps paint the picture, but I just feel like it's very. You know, we all kind of, I feel like, had that, like, especially as uh, young adults or, you know, teenage high school and stuff or whatever. But, you know, you always wanted to rock in all your favorite band stickers. I still got them all over my car. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's like, I, still, you know. I thought it was cool and would write cuss words on my Yeah. Right. I used to draw the Metallica emblem on all of my stuff because right. one of my buddies did it and showed me how to do it. And <laughs> Perfect. I, yeah. I like um, that they, like, have, like, a whatever program or whatever you know an uh, app that like now you can just like type whatever into the metallica font you know kind of thing and, like right. it, it, oh like, yeah how it does it for you it's, like, you <laughs> it's pretty funny yeah um but yeah i uh you know it's funny about all that too like you, you would think like over the years things would change um you know like things do change i mean the bands are maybe a little different but um i work in an elementary and 
every kid still draws those S's. The S's, uh, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know where that kind of like. And they're well, still wearing Rolling Stones t-shirts <laughs> and Zeppelin t-shirts, Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah, it just makes me laugh at how much things do think how much things do change and how much things stay, stay the same. The same yep. And it's like you got a whole new generation and they're still doing the same dumb things we did when we were kids. You know, so uh, just makes me laugh seeing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know who, where that, I mean, I don't even recall like where we, why we started doing it or where, whatever. But I just, I remember everybody was drawing that S on their notebooks and stuff like that. And like, I could and, probably do it right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or those, uh, fortune teller, uh, oh, the, the, yeah, right. pick a number. yeah, yeah. I see those two every now and then all folded up and stuff. It makes me laugh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So, so what kind of bands? Uh, you know, you talking about writing curse words and uh, st- stickers <laughs> on there. What 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 bands you you uh, do? You? Um, I uh, nobody that really cusses now that I think about. Yeah. It, but um, no, I uh, I always liked old stuff. Right. Even like in like when I I got obsessed with uh, Sinatra when I was like twelve, yeah. and like I and so it was like it was nothing. It was always stuff that was like not popular but it wasn't necessarily cool you know like i remember bringing a my i got a smoky robinson the miracles uh, greatest hits and i brought the cd not i didn't have a cd player i just brought the cd to school to show my friends and they were like we don't know who this person is is that your grandpa who, who is the, who is this you know and so like i loved like uh stevie wonder and and al green's saying you know uh um Marvin Gaye, uh, and then like, you know, James Taylor. And, uh, I just, I was like, yeah, Sinatra, Ray Charles, probably one of my favorites. Um, so, but yeah, it was like my dad, it was the stuff my dad listened to. Um, my mom was raised super devout, uh, church of Christ. So I don't think she heard a song until she was like 19. (laughs) And so she just didn't have the, uh, you know, she knew a bunch of gospel songs, but that was about it. So right. I just listened to what my dad liked, and and that's what he was into all that stuff. So yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a that's a great uh, start right there. For yeah, sure, I'm man. saying yeah. like I got lucky. I got lucky because it was you know it was the greats. You mm-hmm. know, it was all the greats. So I was thinking about that a little bit too uh, last night. Actually, uh, just like kind of that whole thing, like. Uh, People, uh, especially like in school, you know, it's like where people kind of like um, make you feel bad for what you like kind of yeah. thing. Or, oh, you yeah. Know, like, you know, just like people want to make fun of you because you listen to something a little different or whatever, you know, and people yeah. or people are like, you know, uh, closeted fans of uh, their, you know, whatever band they like. And, so, and it's like, I don't yeah. know, it's like whatever you're listening to, whatever you like, be, don't be afraid to like it. Like, I feel like people, there was a lot of that, like where everybody wanted to fit in with their friends. So they're like, oh, I listen to you know, metal music or rap music or whatever it is just to kind of fit in uh, with that group. And Oh yeah. That. Well, for the, for the record, I say like, I was, I was also very pretentious about it. Yeah. So I would tell right. you, it was like, Oh, Oh, you live, who's yeah. Frank Sinatra is like, right. don't even worry about it, dude. It's a, it's over your head. Yeah, right. You know, you, go, you can't even. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I didn't, I never, I was never concerned. Yeah, about right. that. <laughs> but, um, but not I, saying that's a good thing, yeah. but, uh, <clears throat> but, uh, I, I just feel like it happens a lot with the kids and especially like, you know, um, but eventually everybody kind of, I think outgrows it, but it's just like, I was thinking about that the other night and, uh, but yeah, man, Frank Sinatra is like, uh, there's a reason those guys are all the greats and stuff, you yeah. know, the crooners and things. I think that that stuff's always kind of fun. I mean, I can't 
pull it off that way but at least something like frank like it with that deeper voice and stuff that i some of those guys i can mimic pretty well and and it's fun to sing along to and yeah uh, yeah they're they're great songs no i definitely wanted to be a i wanted before i played any instruments i wanted to be michael buble before he was you know i wanted a big band i was like oh i'm gonna bring crooning music back and then freaking uh just haven't met you yet hit the charts and my dream (laughs) my dream went away Um, all right, well, let's play another uh, song. This is another uh, live take from uh, the living room here, and uh, this features uh, Nathan playing some uh, electric violin, right? Yeah, yeah. This is called Josie's Ring. Josie's Ring, yep. yeah, man. <laughs> Time he couldn't blame me, I was on a greyhound back home It took eleven hours, but the San Diego flower made me feel as though I wasn't alone When we made it to St. Louis, well I knew that I had blew it when they tried to pick me up downtown Found an old body act with the window cracked and headed west while they were looking around. Got your ring in my pocket, guess I get a chance to hock it, and I'm headed towards Abilene. Got the pedal to the floor towards the Javelin corridor, but gotta make a stop in Deadly Spring. For a Jesus-loving blonde-haired girl Lord, I tried to treat her right But I started losing sight When I gave that little redhead a whirl Got your ring in my pocket Case I get a chance to hock it Cause the prison's house 63 Ain't a cowboy on the run, just a dumbass with a gun No, I should've been riding clean Got your ring in my pocket, guess I get a chance I hike it almost to the Newton County Sea Mile after mile, the island, I'll smile Playing Josie Wales in my dream Uh, what do you want to tell us about this one? Uh, this one, this came like, I want to say the day after moving on, maybe two days later. It was just, um, I had the line, 
I, w- I joined the Navy after high school and, and um, was promptly let go. Um, I lied to him about having asthma, and they they weren't they didn't like that. So. <laughs> um, it was I, it was all good, you know. Um, but yeah, I got sent home early, and um, I just there was this. Uh, it was from Chicago to Joplin, Missouri. Um, was supposed to be the ride. I got off in St. Louis because my dad lived here at the time. But anyway, I, I sat next to this girl, and I don't remember her name, but she was from San Diego. She was going on a bus from Chicago to San Diego. And I was just like, man, I'm bitching about this six-hour or whatever, <laughs> however long ride it was, you know. Yeah. And she was going to be on there for two days. But anyway, I just talked to her the entire time. I don't remember her name, um, but I just... Uh, so I, they kicked me out the Navy at the time. You couldn't blame me. I was on a Greyhound back home. It took 11 hours, but that San Diego flower made me feel as though I wasn't alone. Like it, I had that line and I was like, I gotta do something with All that. Right. And so then it was just, uh, then it was just kind of, um, it's got references to all the little towns that I've lived in or spent a uh, significant time in, uh, throughout my life in Missouri. And then <clears throat> one of my favorite Westerns was Josie Wales. He was outlaw. Josie Wales was from Missouri. I loved that as a kid. So that's the, uh, that's where the Josie comes from. Yeah. Just driving through, driving through Missouri, uh, all these little towns in Missouri. So yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think that stuff's fun too, man. Like, like kind of, I just feel like sometimes when you're growing up, uh, you think like, wherever you're from is like the, the most boring place kind of thing. Yeah, you know? it's like, absolutely. And, and then like, um, you just, you know, everybody, I feel like has these feelings. They dream about something else and uh, a different life kind of thing. And then it's like, but something changes where you also, then you realize like, man, there is a lot of cool stuff here. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of history, um, especially Missouri, like, mm-hmm. uh, you learn that kind of stuff like that. And like, uh, for me, uh, you know, I, I live in Winsville and same kind of, I was like, man, there's nothing in this town. And then like, I learned it wasn't all that long uh, before I got there. Um, Chuck Berry lived out in Winsville and like, you know, like, uh, so it's like, you know, knowing that I'm, uh, I shared a property line with, uh, one of the, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Godfather of rock and roll That's and true. stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like that kind of thing. It's like, it's a, it's a weird thing to think about and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, uh, there's, it's fun to go through some of those small, small Missouri towns and learn a little bit about their history and stuff and, uh, and find out there's a lot of cool things that happen around here. Yeah. 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 I've lived in some small ones. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah. Well, they all got stories to tell. That's absolutely. Um, uh, so yeah, I mentioned, uh, Nathan playing a little, uh, violin on this one, uh, is it, uh, which I think is like, I mean, you mentioned playing guitar, playing violin. Like it's nice to have a like, kind of a a utility player. Like, oh, dude, I call it, yeah, I call him Jose Oquendo because he's <laughs> yeah. he's the secret weapon. Yeah. He can literally do it all. We always joke that it's my album and he's just singing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just right. singing on Nathan's <laughs> album. Nathan and Nathan and the Lost Cause. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, and he also does. Uh, we have several um, several tracks with full horns on that and he arranges all that and plays the trumpet and whatever lower register whether that be baritone or trombone whatever he brings in that day um and yeah i mean he's played keys you know synth stuff and and so yeah yeah man jose okendo yeah (laughs) funny story about uh you probably don't even know this but i came up with that melody for josie with the fiddle on the way to the studio oh really (laughs) that day yeah (laughs) Hey, that's how it works sometimes. Yeah. 
I, th- I think, or I'm sure it's, you probably go through it a lot, but is there a real difference in fiddle and violin or is it? It's really about how you play it more yeah. than anything. Like in the old days, I guess. The old days. Back in the, back in the times of yore, they, uh, the fiddles were actually a different size because they're set up pretty flat. So you catch multiple strings right. and, uh, you know, a lot of fiddle players still set their violins up differently so that they can catch, you know, do the double stops and all that stuff. But really it's the same instrument. It's yeah. just how you play it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I was always kind of like, I didn't know if it was had anything to do with, uh, the like style and our genre or anything like, cause it seems like, you know, fiddles always leaning more towards country and you know kind of thing so i still i call it my fiddle right. even though i'm really more of a guitar player that plays fiddle kind of thing i'm classically trained on violin but like it turns into <laughs> an electric guitar right. most yeah. of the time yeah uh what was your uh, what was it where did it start for you with, with uh what was the first instrument you picked up drums drums yeah, yeah. i'm drummer first actually yeah. it's kind of funny yeah, but everybody knows me as the fiddle guy, so <laughs> yeah, I get I get the call for that more often. Well, that's a, that's the you know, when you have like uh, something like that where you you know obviously there's a lot of guitar players, a lot of drummers and bass and those kind of things. So when you get a guy like that can play a, a fiddle, violin, or or some of those auxiliary and kind of things and rip it, yeah, too. right, and ri- yeah, yeah, that's but there's those guys are in high demand. Whenever you find a good one and that that can that do that kind of stuff, so I'm sure you get a lot of calls for. Other random, uh, you know, recording or gigs or different things. Yeah, I think I gig once a year on drums, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, again, uh, snag some tickets. Uh, Blueberry Hill, March twenty fifth. Uh, March With John Henry. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Super good time. Yeah, and uh, we don't have uh, any uh, any dates or anything, uh, but uh, hopefully we'll be getting some of these recordings. Uh, couple more out there soon and maybe yeah. the album uh soon in 23 here so it will be it will be soon yeah so yes. uh but you can follow along with uh riley holtz and the lost cause on instagram riley holtz uh, and the lost cause and uh for more info coming soon hopefully uh hopefully we can get back together and uh catch up and uh whenever the the album's ready and uh share you know debut some songs and everything else too yeah man no thanks again sounds for real having us on here this is awesome but yeah absolutely i uh, appreciate you guys doing this and uh it was a great hang today man for sure dude all right thanks everybody bye everyone